0: Welcome to the Lima Reads Podcast by Lima Public Library. Hi, everyone. I have Shelby back again to talk about our Happy Bookers book discussion title for March. Hi, Shelby. Hi. What
1: are we talking about today? Uh, So for March, we're reading The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek by Kim Michelle Richardson. Tell us a little
0: bit about the story. It sounds familiar.
1: Yeah. So it's about... um, Okay, so it's set in the 1930s during the Works Progress Administration when um, President Roosevelt was uh, kind of like issuing all these different projects and new employment opportunities for people to do things that just generally bettered the country. Um, So one of these things was the Pack Horse Librarian Project in Kentucky.
0: So this is why it's familiar because like the librarian in me is going, oh yeah, I should totally read this
1: story. (laughs) Yeah, yep. So the main character is a librarian um, who lives in the area um, in Troublesome Creek, Kentucky. And she, her job is pretty cool because she gets to ride a mule around all these hard to reach little hollers and stuff. I wonder if it's difficult to ride a mule. Like, it, oh, this one really? Well, actually, it's like her mule only likes her, but she hates men, which is very helpful for her. <laughs> oh, that's um, true. So it's always good to have an ally. It's like a defense mule. <laughs> So that works out well for her, um, but it's nice to kids and women. So a lot of the patrons she visits don't have any problems. Only the ones that she would have had a problem with anyway. So mm-hmm. um, defense mule. Yeah. Stop <laughs> me up. It, yeah, when you read it, you'll see how true that is. Um, but yeah, they have like that cool bond, and. Um, one of the most important things about, uh, well, her name is Cussie Mary Carter, and one of the most important things about her is that she is a Kentucky blue person, which I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I have, actually. It took me a second to remember, but yes. Yeah. I Go always briefly just forget that this was ever a thing, and then someone down the line reminds me. Um, but so, okay, I can't, of course I forget the name of the condition now, but, um, at one point in time in like small pockets of Kentucky, there were people that had a certain genetic condition that caused them to have very, it's really a condition of the blood where it makes their blood like really chocolate brown, kind of a dark color, but it gives their skin a blue tint, and it's not just like, oh, maybe they're a little bit blue. No, they are, like, very visibly, definitely blue. And, like, she, it's cool in the book because she, she describes, like, when she blushes, it just gets bluer, oh. which <laughs> I never would have thought about yeah. that, huh. but I thought that was really interesting. Um, but basically, there's a, a really strong stigma against the blue people because... Some people, it's just for, like, religious reasons, because they don't understand what mm-hmm. what the condition is, and they think it's just a mark of Satan or whatever, and there are people who are trying, like, actively hunting blue people and trying to eradicate them oh, um, I was
0: unaware of that part of the history yeah <laughs>
1: I didn't know that either and I don't know if it was quite as aggressive as it is in the book mm-hmm. I, I mean I assume it probably was to some extent
0: I mean I thought the stigma
1: was primarily
0: from the the idea that they had this condition because of incest right and, that's and that was like path. the main driving like You should be ashamed. You should be very ashamed. Not for anything that you've done, but because your ancestors were. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that's the other half of it. It's like, it seems like about half the people, it's just, they would just hate them for being blue. Mm -hmm. And then about, I don't know if it's half, but another piece of the stigma is that people gossip and talk about how they're all inbred, which isn't even... It is kind of true but only up to a point. Like it is a genetic condition that's passed down, but it's not really their fault because they this place was so remote mm-hmm. that people just literally had very few options right. and couldn't travel very far to get to anyone else. It and it's very like rugged, rocky difficult to climb terrain so like even having a horse you're still like taking your life in your hands when you go to mm-hmm. another town so I think it's more because it's not because they were like let's inbreed <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> right <It laughs> wasn't necessarily a, a choice but a lack of other options yeah mm-hmm. so it's not really their fault in that sense either but um yeah they have basically it's kind of almost seen as like a another race altogether Mm -hmm. to the people that live around them so that forces them to retreat deeper into the wilderness or not the wilderness but like into these salt pockets which just isolates them further and makes it harder to Mm -hmm. find anyone else so Mm -hmm. she gets this job kind of by circumventing the local um Outpost, Like, she goes through, just applies, like, straight with the government program itself. Ah. And so she doesn't have to, like, get permission from the local library center, or I forget what exactly it's called. Um, But they, the people that she actually works with, like the supervisor, head librarian, does not like her at all, and has lots of really nasty prejudices toward her, so it's kind of like she doesn't have any specific Home. Like no one really wants her, which is no, really that's not sad. Bad. Except yeah. for her patrons. They really love her. Well, I'm sorry.
0: Anybody that will deliver books to your home is just a saint, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> so. and
1: She's really thoughtful and she like looks for specific things for like, oh, I remember this kid liked books about China, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna put another one in there. Yeah. So it's very sweet. It's so interesting
0: that you're reading this book now because I just saw in um in the American Library Association newsletter that there is a librarian in it's not Guatemala but it's it's a tropical location anyway he's the only librarian within like six islands of wherever it is that he is stationed and so what he started doing is filling up luggage containers and wrapping them in plastic so they're full of books and then taking them to all of the islands. so whenever he has to go to the island for his other job which is not necessarily book delivery or popular fiction. Um, mm. He's more of a research librarian. He just brings all of these books along and then just lets people have them. And it's going gangbusters and he needs help raising money for more books because they've read everything that he has <laughs> so far. So I think that's just fantastic.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to share about the story? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else... Oh, another element of the story that my, that I didn't mention that's pretty prominent is that her father is try at least in the beginning, as far as I've gotten, is trying to, like, kind of marry her off. So he's trying to, like, get her to... She does not want this at all, and you mm-hmm. actually can't be married and be a pack horse librarian mm-hmm. at the same time because they see the man as the primary job holder Mm -hmm. so once you marry you have to like relinquish your job I guess Mm -hmm. by by law which I thought that Mm. was strange that like
0: I think that was pretty typical for the time uh, yeah teachers librarians for pretty much any woman in a professional or semi-professional capacity that once you got married you were sent back to the home yeah
1: which I don't know (laughs) I don't know what choice I would make in that instance myself. Yeah, she definitely does not want to do that, and she does not want to marry. So there's another kind of, like, feminist element going on in Mm -hmm. addition to the racial discrimination element there right, so. yeah
0: so this is a packing a punch for for one yeah, little book
1: right it's very intense
0: <laughs> yeah well it sounds a very interesting of course librarians love love nothing more than reading about themselves yeah. so i can't wait to read it i hope you guys are excited about it too but join us for the book discussion um talk on
1: Tuesday, March 17th at 6 30 p.m. up in the staff lounge.
0: Fantastic. Have a happy St. Patrick's Day while you're at it. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed today's recommendation and remember you can always get more information by stopping in or visiting our website at www.limalibrary.com. Thanks for listening.